0: This is just a disclaimer from us here at The Art of Giving Up. This is a podcast made by people. People talking about their experiences, their struggles, and things that we are not qualified to give medical advice or advisement on. If you're suffering from depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, or uncertain by anything, please do not get your advice from a podcast. Reach out, seek a professional, a friend, or a family member, and know that it is okay to ask for help. If you have suicidal thoughts and live in the United States, please remember you could always call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline phone number at 1-800-273-8255. Thanks. I'm still trying. I'm still trying. Hello and welcome. This is The Art of Giving Up, your podcast for, I don't know, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. blah, blah. blah. <laughs> As always and forever, especially if you're new, I'm your host, Steven. I'm black, <laughs> I'm 32 years old, I like to read, I like long walks on the beach. My email is at artofgettinguppodcast at gmail.com and i you know, ready to mingle. And as always, I'm joined with my lovely co-host Astrid. Hello. Uh, <laughs> you I me?
1: do not have an introduction. Um, I have pet rats and I'm goth. That's all you need to know.
0: That works, that works. How are you doing this week, Astrid?
1: I am only okay this week because I am very tired. How are you doing this week, Steven?
0: I am absolutely exhausted. That's
1: fantastic. I'm happy to hear it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) For any of you out there who are new listening to this, and I know there's a lot of you lately, this is the Ardegu Gap. What do we do? We talk about anything and everything. But lately, we've been really focusing on mental health, mental wellness, mental illness, self care and those kind of things because they're important to us. Because life sucks. And true. We, and our existences <laughs> suck.
1: Also true.
0: So this is what we're doing now. And this week we're gonna be talking about a thing. What is the thing?
1: Intrusive
0: thoughts. Intrusive thoughts. I think people pretty much everybody has those, right?
1: Yeah, I think everyone has had them at some point. Some people have them more than others. And the severity, it varies between, you know, everybody.
0: But before we get into that, I'm back with something.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh yes. no. My. Oh, no. I opt out.
0: <laughs> you opt out. You can't. There's You cannot not consent.
1: I don't think that's what we should be sending a message about on this podcast. You Just saying. You
0: <laughs> can always consent except for in this instance. Okay. You ready? Yes, I'm ready. We're doing my new question of the week.
1: Oh, okay. All right.
0: But last week, I asked you about your favorite movies.
1: No, it was TV shows. TV
0: shows. All right. this week, I'm going to ask you, what are your top five most common intrusive thoughts?
1: Okay. My top five most common intrusive thoughts are everybody is pretending to like me and it's all a big joke and then i have a lot of intrusive thoughts to do like just i'm in public just scream real loud (laughs) you know um i have a lot of intrusive thoughts about my loved ones doing bad things behind my back if i can't find something my instant thought is that someone took it the fuck with me oh i am so sorry i should not have said that word
0: (laughs) How many am I on three? Can I just name one more? (laughs) Yeah, sure.
1: Okay. And I have a lot of intrusive thoughts in regards to sabotaging my personal relationships or hurting myself. That's good. What are your top five intrusive thoughts? Well,
0: I'm not glad that you asked. (laughs) 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 Because they they are mighty something. I would say they stem from I hate the sound of my own voice. I should cut my tongue out. That's definitely number one.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Nice, nice. I hear you. It's
0: really intense. Uh, the jump in front of the train.
1: Nice, um, nice. I hear you.
0: The, the people that I love are lying to me about any and everything. Same. Um, whenever... <laughs> Whenever I'm not around someone, I think, man, they're talking about me. Like, just the most negative things. Have I not said to you before? Like, I really hope you're not saying bad things about me.
1: No, you, every day. Yeah.
0: Every day. Yes, because, you know, and I since you did four, I'm going to do four. And the fourth one is like, everybody knows that I'm lying. But about what? I'm not lying about anything, <laughs> but I just feel so guilty. Trauma response. Right i feel so guilty all the time i feel so guilty oh 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 i do have another one another face of thought okay but i don't know if this because i'm black or whatever but mm. i feel like whenever i'm a little upset everyone can see how angry i am and i'm really afraid of coming off as being really angry because then i might be very threatening or people won't trust me. So I don't know if it's an invasive thought or if it's just like I'm conditioned to... I don't know.
1: A little from column A, a little, a little from, from column, column B. B.
0: You know, but what is, what is, what is, this, what is this intrusive thoughts? What is that? I don't even know what this is.
1: Well, intrusive thoughts stem from a variety of mental illnesses, including but not limited to bipolar disorder, borderline personality disorder, depression... Anxiety, post-traumatic stress disorder, complex post-traumatic stress disorder. You know, schizophrenia, schizoaffective disorder.
0: Those a lot of words. Blah 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 blah. There's a lot of things there. Yeah. So like.
1: But then everyone can have them. However, they tend to manifest more in people who have mental health
0: issues. So would you say that like, would you say that there's like a severity? Like, for example, like, I think everyone who lives in New York who's been on a train platform has thought, <laughs> I'm going to jump in front of a train because, like, you're all you spend so much tra- time on a train That's platform. That's a broad
1: generalization, but <laughs> you know, I'm, just, I'm not going to knock it.
0: <laughs> I, I really do feel like, you know, like, it's still like, let me just stick a knife in my eye. Like, let me eat this. Let me put a Tide Pod in my mouth.
1: <laughs> do not bring that up from earlier. Do not do I'm, it.
0: I'm just saying that... <laughs> There are things that
1: put your hand uh, on the stovetop.
0: Oh, that's a common one, right? Yes, I think I think it, I think that one boils down to like a common like I really shouldn't do this, so I should do it anyway. You know, mm-hmm. and I don't mean like you know when you get angry, you're like fuck, I want to spit in this bitch's face, this <laughs> fucking bitch, motherfucking, you know, which is you know that's different. I think that what really makes it really. So, like scary is like how it creeps up In the back of your mind And I was watching um, a clip On the internet From BoJack Horseman And he It was from the last season Spoilers folks Spoilers <laughs> Where he was just doing His little thing and He was in the kitchen and Holly Huck Was like go get some milk And he goes to go get some milk right and while he's going to go get milk he just like is like oh they hate me they don't like me blah 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 the next thing you know he gets drunk he runs off i feel that i know that's not a really good example <laughs> 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 like no it's a good example verbalizing an uh, animated television show but I really identify with a cartoon horse. I identify with that. Like, it just creeps up on you. and sneaks from under your skin and over and over again. It's just like, oh, no, they don't like you. Oh, oh, they don't want you. Oh, no, they they don't want to be near you or they hate you or they judge you. All
1: day, every day. But that's also, if you have schizophrenia, that's the voices. It's intrusive thoughts. I think it's important that even if you have them, not to act on them. And I think that's the most important thing. Also, in terms of levels of severity, I have intrusive thoughts. Again, I'm in public and it's just like, you know what, I should just get up and start yelling. That's not great, but it's not really gonna hurt anybody. But then sometimes I have intrusive thoughts where I'm like, you know what? I should, just, I should just burn myself 31 times with a cigarette. And that's a very intense, intrusive thought that you should never act on, ever. Do not do it.
0: I, it sounds like you're speaking from experience.
1: <laughs> no, I am not. Do not look at my arm.
0: <laughs> um, so, like, what do we do about that? And, like, you know, I kind of don't know what to say when it comes to these kind of thoughts because they... I personally find them to be so ever-present and so consistent that I'm pretty sure I don't hear voices, but... Maybe. But the amount of times that I've had like myself in my own mind telling me, oh, they're coming for you, oh, they're not listening, oh, they don't believe you, they don't believe you, they don't believe you. When I talk to people... Ooh, usually I come for you and I ask you about your trauma, and <laughs> that was my turn. When I talk to people, I spend a lot of time talking to people and being like, they don't, they don't, they don't understand what I'm saying. No, they're no, they don't get it. They don't understand. They don't understand. They don't understand. So I I repeat myself over and over and over, and that just got to be annoying. And then people get annoyed with me, and I'm like, oh fuck, I'm being annoying. Oh they hate me. Oh they hate me so much. I need to stop repeating myself, and then it just spirals. You know It's mm-hmm. like Bojack said He said I'm a piece of shit He's like I'm the most Pieciest piece of shit That's ever existed You know Like That
1: That sounds like Low self esteem But also If you have Intrusive thoughts All the time You're bound to have Low self esteem
0: Um Well I don't I mean you're saying I have low self-esteem?
1: Um, I I'm not saying you have low it. self-esteem. I just think that you don't feel very highly about yourself <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. In
0: regards to esteem involving myself? Yes. So this is one of those things that people have happening to them all day, every day.
1: Yes, this is true.
0: So why does nobody talk about this
1: probably because sometimes it's a little embarrassing especially some intrusive thoughts are more embarrassing than others and then some of them are so weird or off-kilter <laughs> or just like outlandish that you're like how do you how do you tell someone you know i i was just you know walking down the street and I was like I should throw my phone into the middle of the street or how do you just go oh yeah you know I'm sitting in the library and I just wanted to get up and yell dicks in the middle of the (laughs) library how do you talk to someone how do you tell people that and that's probably why and then with the more violent intrusive thoughts again a lot of stigma around violent thoughts and manifestations of mental illness especially when it comes to hurting yourself or another person so nobody wants to talk about it because nobody wants to get put in the psych ward for 48 hours or 72 hours because they had a thought for a second like let me just gouge out my eye or put a pencil through my ear
0: so you're saying that when people find me annoying and my first thought is i should cut out my tongue that maybe i think i shouldn't tell them that because they might think something's wrong with me
1: That's not what I'm saying.
0: Because, I mean...
1: I'm saying that people don't talk about it because nobody wants to come off as having those kinds of issues. Because we don't take that very well. And as a society, for the most part, we look at people who have mental illnesses and we go, Oh, have you tried drinking more water?
0: Have you gone outside today?
1: maybe you should try yoga you know <laughs> i eat raw garlic cloves and decalcify my pineal gland you know <laughs> so no one wants to talk about it because again between potentially getting hospitalized and being either not believed or being considered crazy nobody <laughs> nobody wants to talk about it
0: and also, maybe everyone knows that every, everybody... I mean, intrusive thoughts are very common, you know? And I've had conversations about those kind of thoughts in the past. Do you think that maybe because people are kind of aware that everyone has them, it makes them think to themselves that either it's, like, normal or when they have the extremely violent ones, it's that, um, like, something must be wrong with me so I can't let people know that my...
1: Yes, I, I agree with both of your points. Nobody wants to be seen as looking for attention or being so unstable that they need to be monitored all the time. And then again, you know, I think if you have those kinds of thoughts, you might not want to tell people that you care about because you don't want them to worry because you know that you're not really going to, you know, slam your fingers in the car door. But you thought it for one second. And to turn to your friend or partner and say, hey, you know, when we were getting out of the car, I thought maybe I should slam my hand in the car door. You don't want them to worry. So <laughs> you just keep your mouth shut.
0: Well, Also, I think we're kind of skirting around uh, more probably, again, anecdotal. My personally more common intrusive thoughts, which are the, oh, she's cheating on me or she's lying on me because you don't know want, I think that we've all experienced that partner or been that partner or seen one of our friends in a relationship with someone who is so insecure, right, that they're like very overwhelming and very, and
1: Emotionally abusive very Without um, meaning to
0: Right You know Without meaning to And I don't know about you But I'm not saying I've done that Or had that happen to me But I think it stems From a lot of that Inner you Being like They're lying to you They're lying Fucking lying They're lying And You Don't want To Lash out The people you care about But then it just builds up So like What do we do
1: When you have intrusive thoughts that are scary or paranoid or violent, something that you can do is look at how you're thinking and go, is this a rational thought? Do I have any proof or evidence to back this up? And kind of just go through these steps to try to find out if, if your thought is rational and based in reality or if you're having thoughts that are coming from a different place. But like... So oh. that way when you have analyzed it, mm-hmm. you can sit down if you have those thoughts about someone else and be like, hey, you know, I have with thoughts sometimes and they make me think these things and even though I'm able to rationalize it to myself... And understand where it's coming from. I just wanted you to know that I have these fears and these worries. So, you know, please bear with me.
0: But can we be honest? Sometimes it's really hard for people who are not you or me to really look at themselves objectively and be like, take stock of myself and what's going on with me. Well, and that's a skill you got from therapy.
1: Yes, but it doesn't mean that people at home can't work on it with themselves. If you go and look up how to deal with intrusive thoughts online, you will get a whole bunch of really nice lists about things that you can do and articles about people who have intrusive thoughts and how they deal with it. And then you can just practice those skills at home.
0: Have you ever acted on a, um, on it on um, yeah. <laughs> Have
1: I ever acted on intrusive thoughts? Yeah. Yes. Probably about 4 out of 10 times.
0: Of um, every time?
1: <laughs> Generally yeah. I have a very poor impulse control.
0: Ooh, me too. <laughs> give <laughs> nice. me one. Give me nice. one. G- give me one. G- give
1: me a Um the time I burned my arm 31 uh. times with a cigarette. I mean, i was just sitting there and i was like you know what maybe i should just do it and i did it once and i was like you know what that was not as bad as i thought it would be and then i just did it a whole bunch of other times only one time once never again
0: i will tell you <laughs> once is all you need I, I don't know if you need more than once
1: i mean hey i did it once and i just couldn't stop and then
0: <laughs> it was like a can of pringles <laughs> yes once you, you can't pop can't stop stop <laughs> But also like Pringles, once you're done you're like, man, that was a mistake and I never want to do that and again. And then you're in pain for a long time <laughs> afterwards, yes. It's like these are stale. <laughs>
1: <No>. <laughs> Burnt to a crisp. Oh I shouldn't have said that.
0: Well, here's the I mean, here's the thing though. I also have to oh, here's the thing though. Um I have to say that I'm, I still have my tongue. I am still in one piece.
1: So have you ever acted on any intrusive thoughts?
0: I mean, not to that degree.
1: Or maybe ones that we shouldn't discuss here.
0: No, I mean, no. I mean... I mean...
1: (laughs) Except that one time. Here's
0: the thing, is that... So, all of the times that I've really acted out on an intrusive thought, I will say that... It was in a relationship like situation and I wasn't wrong. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no, you cannot justify. Him.
0: You know, like I remember when I was dating my ex being so, um like cheating on me and I had no evidence. And I believe it's a self fulfilling prophecy because you get so anxious and so nervous and you put you put so much pressure on yourself and this other person that eventually they're just like screw it. I'm going to make your dreams come true.
1: (laughs) I'm so sorry. Nightmares
0: are dreams too. (laughs) Nightmares are dreams too.
1: That is dark. (laughs) That is dark.
0: (laughs) I just... I don't... You know... I've never burnt myself with a cigarette, I guess.
1: Congratulations.
0: Instances of self-harm. I mean...
1: You've never had an intrusive thought to hurt yourself and then hurt yourself never not once
0: i i, I mean don't. that period of my youth where whenever i would get really upset and i would think in my head just put your head through a wall and then i would take my head and bash it into a wall i think
1: well there you go i think that counts
0: oh you're dragging oh boy psychiatrist <laughs> or psychologist psychologist astrid here just drawing out their <laughs> inner trauma you want to you wanna ask me any more questions? You really want to sure. figure this out for me?
1: <laughs> so you've never had an intrusive thought that wasn't inherently violent, but at the same time was kind of out there? You know, you never just threw something when you shouldn't have thrown something, or taken something when you shouldn't have taken something?
0: Or I have no <laughs> impulse control, and my entire youth was me taking things I shouldn't have taken. All right, well. But is that really, it. like... Where's the line? Because I imagine like poor impulse control and like like intrusive thoughts to be two separate things. It
1: is two separate things, but that doesn't mean that they don't impact and influence each other. People who have very good self-control and have intrusive thoughts are less likely to act on their intrusive thoughts.
0: So what you're saying is, is that the thoughts that I've had that are like, do it and I do it immediately you know what Cause I think when I'm thinking of truth and thoughts I'm thinking of something that's really consistent and going going and building your head but really like it's just like that time that, like every time like earlier something told me just open the rice cooker when it's done take the little hot rice bowl out with your bare hands and put it on the counter nice and I did and I you know I didn't really think about it but something told me to do it and I knew better
1: And I thought
0: before, before I did it, I thought to myself, don't do that. And I did do it.
1: (laughs) Nice. Proud of you today.
0: You know, well, yeah, thank you. I'm starting to feel like my intrusive thoughts aren't as serious because, I mean, I've never burnt myself with a cigarette 31 times.
1: Yeah, but you always want to cut out your tongue. That's, um, that's something. That is something. (laughs) Have you heard my
0: fucking voice?
1: Every single day. Every day. (laughs) You've never had an intrusive thought to say something mean to somebody that you care about. And then you just fucking did it. No regrets. No remorse.
0: No regrets. No remorse. That's a lie. Damn it. In that moment. Damn
1: it. In that moment.
0: I mean, when my ex was cheating on me instead of breaking up with her, I just let it happen. And I kept having thoughts in my head, like, just, like, not, like, punch her in the face, but, like, call her a stupid whore. And I remember one day, we are in a training platform, and she had hickeys all over her neck. This is a prideful oh boy. <laughs> it's oh so boy. silly. I feel like I'm in high school. When she had hickeys all over her neck. And I was like, what is that? And she goes, it's mosquito bites. <laughs> and I was like, you are so dark. That is not a mosquito bite. Okay? And... I just have to say that, you know, I then called her a whore and and cursed her out a little bit. I don't know if there's a difference.
1: Nah, a little bit, but not really. I mean, you know, I get mad at somebody about something stupid, really petty and insignificant. Like... facebook status someone says they don't like possums fuck that i was about to unfriend that person over possums
0: but is that really (laughs) is that really and and i i feel like what is the scale
1: there is what is
0: an intrusive thought
1: um does there have to be a scale of what is and what isn't can't it be a scale of severity of intrusive thoughts When you have thoughts that you would not otherwise have in a regular setting that don't really reflect on you as a person, like out-of-character things or very violent things, you know, I think those all constitute intrusive thoughts. So, it can be anything from yell dicks in a library To throw your phone out the moving car window, to, oh, all my friends hate me, and everyone's just pretending to be my friend, to, I'm gonna kill myself, all these things, intrusive thoughts.
0: Well, I honestly, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I'm looking on Google, and, and, and you're getting that, uh, you know, the, the Wikipedia definition of an intrusive thought is an unwelcome, involuntary thought, image, or unpleasant idea that may become an obsession, is upsetting or distressing, and can feel difficult to manage or eliminate. And that sounds like everyday life.
1: Yes, well, if you have intrusive thoughts in your everyday life, then it's going to sound like your everyday life. Intrusive thoughts don't have to be always consistent as long as it's uncomfortable for you, you have those thoughts, and then you're like, why the fuck am I thinking that, you know? I mean, there's no reason for anybody to just be sitting around minding their own business or having dinner and be like, just just smack the glass of water off the table. Why? But... Why not? I have that thought, and then the whole rest of my dinner, I have to sit there and actively focus on not smacking the glass off the table. You know? If I want to put, if I think that I'm going to put my hand on the stove burner, I have to walk away from the kitchen. You know? Those are intrusive thoughts.
0: Maybe we're not, we need a control. We need a third person who's sane. (laughs) now where are
1: you gonna find one of those who can
0: tell us like what it's like to not live their entire life thinking about the kind of harm they want to do to themselves or others
1: or just self-destructive tendencies in general so where do we find a neurotypical (laughs) please please if you are a neurotypical please send an email with your resume and references
0: (laughs) Is 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 anyone really neurotypical? I like, I'm really trying to feel like that's kind of like really. It's a
1: myth. It doesn't exist.
0: I mean, like like I've said to you before, like I really do believe that is uh I really do believe that it's like a spectrum. It is definitely right? a spectrum. And like on the on the on the far ends, right, is the insanity you could say, right?
1: That's ableist. You can't say <sighs>
0: <laughs> I don't know what I can say. Well, on the ends is the stuff. The bad stuff. <laughs> the bad right? stuff. And you equals. get towards the middle. There's like a 30% range. And starting from the middle is the most neurotypical, but very few people are there. And going outwards to either end is where more normal people are, you know, until you to get to a certain degree. Like, I'll say with an example, we a little political here, a little political. Drop a little politics bomb. Oh, no. Okay, you going to take it. Wrap it, light it, throw it. It's gonna explode. Molot of cocktail. Molotov. <laughs> <laughs> All right. People who are centrist, I think, tend to be very sane people, because they really don't really feel so much anger. They don't feel a lot of it. They just want to like, you know, they they really try to be very empathetic towards both sides, and in the middle, right? That seems very reasonable. And the further you get to the left and the further you get to the right, whoa, oh, I said the left. I included the left in this. That's oh not good. No. That's not good.
1: We're but, gonna lose all our followers now. But what the what further
0: you that you go in either direction, the little more what can I say if I can't say insane. What can I say?
1: Neurodivergent.
0: The more <laughs> neurodivergent it becomes, you know, the further to the right you get, the more you go from I'm I'm a fiscal conservative Women shouldn't be allowed to control their own bodies, and you go really far on the left, and I'm not gonna use an example because it'll be wrong. No, no, (laughs) I'm not gonna do that. (laughs) You get what I did? You get it? You know? Um, but that's just how it works, you know. And (laughs) when you really break it down, I sometimes get really conflicted and confused. Because I really want there to be some kind of normal for me to strive for. Some kind of something that I could really do or be or strive towards or become. And instead, I find nothing. Everybody's crazy. Everybody has invasive thoughts. I looked up on the internet. The internet doesn't lie. 95% of people. Who are these people? They didn't interview me. But 95% of people that they interviewed and spoke to, 95% have invasive thoughts. I believe it. I don't know.
1: I believe it too. I, I don't think that there is some kind of normal that anyone should strive for. I think that what people should be striving for is a quality of life that they are content with. That should really be the goal. Is to have a quality of life that you are content with. Because there is no normal... And everybody, everybody's got something wrong with them. But as long as you're able to, you know, live somewhat comfortably and feel moderately okay in your own skin, I think that's success.
0: Um, This is one thing that you really put me onto that I think. Now I feel so dim sometimes and... I was a certain kind of person. Yes. And with time, I've kind of come to an understanding that there are things I can't say and things I can't do. And my sense of humor has changed. And one of the things that I thought that I had to do was like, you know, people, for example, in wheelchairs, I would think like, you know, the way that I'm supposed to think about it, I thought was that, that it's awesome to be in a wheelchair and they love being in a wheelchair when in reality we're all just how we are and we're all just trying to be the best us and be as happy as mm-hmm. us, you know? And like, we don't have to like think it's awesome to be neurodivergent. It's not awesome to lose both your legs or awesome to be heard or awesome to have, be half deaf it's not awesome to be any of those things but it's awesome to be us and to try to like live our life the best that we can and it's been kind of hard for me to kind of like get like these intrusive thoughts they're scary but the reality the reality is we just gotta live our best life with these thoughts you know and I kind of wish I just didn't have them you know which is fair sometimes i feel guilty like i don't really understand what it means to be ableist sometimes i'm like i don't know i don't know like should i feel bad that i don't want to be mentally unstable
1: i don't think that you should feel bad that you don't want to be neurodivergent i mean i sometimes wonder what it would be like to not be how i am but As long as you're not attacking other people for being neurodivergent, I guess it's fine to not be super okay with yourself, except you should be working on that so you can have a better quality of life.
0: See? I'm learning all the things.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, you always bring up how I seem very comfortable with myself, and... I think part of the reason why I come off that way is because I have been very accepting of what's wrong with me, and I understand that I'm always gonna be sick. <laughs> so I can either, you know, cry about it, or, and you know, never move on with my life, or I can just try to live with it. So that's what I'm doing. I'm just trying to live with it, and I accept it.
0: And how are you, how are you?
1: I'm managing. <laughs>
0: Do you feel like you're making headway with that? A little bit. I'm going to say... I mean, I'm here right now. You are. But I have to say that, you know, I personally, like...
1: You've known me for like 10 years.
0: I have not sought help with any of my issues, mainly because I'm afraid. It's like, I don't want to go to a doctor. I'm afraid they might tell me I have cancer. (laughs) You know, knowing that not going might end my life. And... It's very scary. And sometimes I feel guilty because it makes me feel like, oh, I don't want to be like you. But it's not really fair because it's not that I don't want to be who you are. I don't want to be like you. But I just, I'm so scared of what, I don't know. I don't know.
1: Do you feel like you getting a diagnosis is really going to change anything about you as an individual? Because... Whatever they tell you, you still are going to be the same person before or after that. You you're have the, you're grown into whoever you are right now. You're not going to go in there and they're going to be like, you have borderline personality disorder and then you're going to come out with like no arm and like six toes. <laughs> it doesn't happen that way. Oh, I th-
0: I think it's just that like, you know, because they don't have to face it, you know, that's the fear. So
1: you really think living in denial is bad? Oh shit, okay, well, I mean, that's, that is awesome. Okay. I mean,
0: that's the cancer, and everybody makes that analogy, right? But it's like, the fear is not that you have cancer. The fear is not they're going to be like, oh, you have cancer. The fear is that you have to go to chemotherapy, and you're going to lose your hair, and you're going to be with the vomiting, and all the pain and the loss, right?
1: Alright, well, I guarantee you, if they send you to therapy, you're not going to lose your hair. <laughs> I promise you. If that happens call a lawyer shit I don't know
0: <laughs> I I don't know
1: I don't know go go get therapy I'll go with you
0: that's kind of I guess that's it right like every week go get therapy everybody go get therapy that
1: is I, I push for that I advocate it I think everybody should go to therapy even therapists go to therapy think about that
0: there's some like troll physics there if you're a therapist do you not need to go to therapy or if you therapize yourself is it like a circle of therapy you have
1: to everybody needs to go to therapy and I want to include like every single week if you listen to this and you identify with any of the things that we're talking about please seek help we have posts On our Facebook page with links to websites that can help you we have phone numbers for helplines and hotlines that you can call and get help do not let your intrusive thoughts take over and then do something can hurt yourself talk to somebody reach out even if you're scared that your loved ones are gonna be concerned it's better for someone to be concerned than for you to be hurt or dead, you know?
0: It's like I always like <laughs> I've been saying, you know, there's no need to wait until you lose a friend, a family member, or, or yourself your or your life before you become a mental health advocate.
1: Yeah, don't don't get to where we are now.
0: <laughs> that's 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 sad, huh? Yeah, that's a little sad. Don't be us. Don't us. And you know what I would say to somebody who listens to this and thinks, "Well, this is this is my therapy." You know, what no, go, go to, <laughs> no, go go to to to, go to therapy. real fucking therapy.
1: We we can give you some advice and solidarity, but uh, see a real professional, or uh, you know, pay for me to go to school to be a real professional.
0: You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess, man, I think we've reached the end.
1: Oh, Alright. The end.
0: The end. (laughs) Finn. (laughs) Peace. (laughs) Wait, you jumped the gun. Oops. First, Instagram. Art of Giving Up Podcast. Twitter. Giving Up Podcast. Facebook. The Art of Giving Up or Facebook.com slash Art of Giving Up Podcast. Follow it. Like it. Email it. Do all that stuff. Remember, no matter what, No matter how hard it is, at the end, we're all striving for what?
1: Being content. No.
0: Fuck. We ruined it. We're all striving for peace.
1: Okay, peace.
0: Peace. (laughs) I know I'm a piece of shit. That at least makes me better than all the pieces of shit who don't know they're pieces of shit. Or is it worse? Breakfast. I don't deserve breakfast.